0: welcome to row Two play podcast i am your game master kent blue we are an actual play podcast where i play tabletop role-playing games with my friends from all over the world so if you're ready grab a player sheet Grab some dice, and let's roll to play! What's up everybody, and welcome back to Roll to Play Podcast. I'm your Game Master, Kent Blue. This week we are bringing a game that I recorded many months ago, uh, actually around the time of 4th of July, so you might actually hear some fireworks uh, during it, but... That's okay. I've been holding on to this one for just the right time to release it, and now feels like the right time. It is all out of bubblegum, county fair edition, but we'll talk more about that in just a moment. One thing I want to just get out there today is I'm starting up a new series of shows. It's going to be called Rotoplay Extended Play. Uh, It's going to be in the main feed. It is longer form mini campaigns, like maybe two or three session mini campaigns to tell longer stories. We're currently recording the first one, which is uh, it's it's called Red Death. It's a module for Dungeons and Dragons Second Edition, but uh, it's being run using Fifth Edition rules. It's really cool. We're getting close to wrapping up the first arc of that, and you know that's how a lot of these are going to work. They're going to come in arcs. You'll get part of a story, then you know a little ways down the road, another part of the story. But you know, so that's something to look out for coming in the pretty near future as we wrap up this first arc of Red Death. But I am looking to begin my next one, which is a game of Delta Green. If you follow us on any social media, you've seen the call for players go out. I'm just looking for some new people to play with. Basically, what we're looking for is someone who would want to play this game. We're looking at doing probably four sessions, about three to four hours apiece, about every three to four weeks. So about a month apart, Uh, beginning in november so if that sounds like some like you and something you'd be interested in you want to play delta green which is basically it deals with the cthulhu mythos it's basically a government agency that has that was created to to fight back against the mythos after the endsmith raid in the 1920s it's a really cool game i really like it i've never played it so our gm andrew who played back in our swords without Master game is going to run the game for us so if that sounds like something you'd be interested in just hey reach out to me uh fill out the contact form or just message me directly, whatever. I'm just looking for maybe two more people to play in this game before we get it going. All right, And really, that's all I really want to talk about this week. Oh, no, it's not. The Kickstarter for the North Sea Epilogues is still going strong. It is funded. It is smashing through stretch-goes. So it's, you're going to get the book. Go If you haven't yet, go check it out. Uh, if that game last week didn't convince you, just take my word. The game is fantastic. Uh, it's such a good game. Go check it out on Kickstarter and, and back it and help support Kristen and Tim Devine of Dice Up Games on their very successful Kickstarter. Uh, you know, we haven't quite hit the stretch goal the, for my module yet. I'd love to see that happen. So please consider checking out the Kickstarter page and backing the game. But yeah, that's it so I'm ready to get into this all out of bubblegum game it was a great game with Tim Devine Kristen Devine and Amanda Call I had so much fun running this uh there's just so much cool exciting stuff but all out of bubblegum is seriously one of my favorite games to run it's one I can run just at any moment's notice so I have so much fun with it it's just a game that's built just for me just in the way I run games so let's get to it this week part one of all out of bubblegum county fair
1: Oh, hey, y'all. This is Purple Unicorn Death Pony. Just saying thanks for listening to this podcast. You're on Roll to Play here with um, we've got our GM, Kent Blue, and we've got Kristen Devine and Tim Devine from Dice Up Games and Amanda Call. And, uh, you know, I just want to say that this is just going to be such a, a just a blast for y'all to listen to. And uh, hey, you know what? When you're done with it, why don't you go back and listen to me on uh, Doctor Magnet Hands? It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a pew pew time. Why don't you take it away, GM Kent Blue?
0: All right, thank you, uh, Purple Unicorn. But yeah, we're playing all out of bubblegum. Uh, you've heard it here before on the show around Christmas time. Joining me this week, as Purple Unicorn Death Pony said, I've got Amanda Call of uh, Fearlight like Games and the Age of Night web comic. Amanda, how are you? And tell us about things that you do. <laughs>
2: I am great. Thanks, Kent. Uh, I'm Amanda Call. I've been on the show before. But just to refresh everybody, I am the author and artist for a webcomic called Age of Night, which is ongoing. And I do a lot of illustrations for the tabletop gaming industry for Fearlight and Skirmisher and now Gallant Knight and tons of other people. So you can find me all over the place. And I like to come on people's web shows and podcasts and play games.
0: Yeah, I think as of the recording today, uh, it was just announced on the Tiny Supers uh, Kickstarter that that you're doing uh, poster art on that.
2: That is correct. I'm very excited about getting to do that.
0: Also tonight, we are joined by Tim and Kristen Devine of Dice Up Games. Kristen, who you've heard quite a bit of here lately.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me back. I'm really excited to play all in a bubblegum I haven't played before.
0: Hello, thanks for having me back on. But, anyways, we are playing all out of bubble gum, which uh, you really just have it's you use one D10 and you have eight bubble gum. Uh, you can do things mundane. Uh, if you're doing something mundane like waiting in line or driving a car, you're going to roll a D10 and try to roll equal to or less than the amount of bubble gum that you have left. Okay. But if you want to do something kick ass, you, you roll that D10 and try to roll over your current bubble gum. So if you want to run on top of people's heads to the front of the line, that would be kick-ass. Okay. Uh, at any point, you can sacrifice a piece of bubblegum to automatically succeed in a roll, and anytime you fail a roll, you give up a piece of bubblegum. So, our setting, this this uh, on this game of All Out of Bubblegum, we're going with kind of a uh, 4th of July setting, since it, we are recording this right around 4th of July, and it's uh, set at the your local county fair. Uh just anywhere usa county fair uh you know what looks like it's got a ferris wheel has a little midway of games rides uh carnival barkers trying to to get you to spend your money so that's where this game is taking place um we will start we'll go ahead and introduce all of our characters uh we'll start with amanda what who's your your character's name and just a little bit about
2: all right so my character is jane hudson and i am Prize chicken breeder. I'm here showing off my girls and trying to make connections, uh, trying to sell some of them and hopefully take home with few ribbons.
0: All right. Yeah. Yeah. This evening uh, is the big, the big chicken judging contest or whatever they call those things officially in the world.
2: No, judging is judging is fine. Yeah. All
1: right. Uh, Tim, who are you playing? Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm playing uh, Daniel Macchio uh 16 year old underdog new to town never been to a carnival before in a small town and uh since i've been here i've been pretty bullied at school and kind of just down on my luck and really hoping that this carnival is gonna you know turn things around for me
0: yeah yep it is hard to to fit into a new town and, and make friends uh so we'll see we'll see if that happens here at this carnival how that goes all right Kristen, who are you tonight
3: Tonight I'm playing Pamela Jean. Pamela is a mother of six, and she's also married to Roy, who is currently running for city council. So she is here to have fun with her kids and to help get the word out for people to vote for Roy.
0: All right. Well, let's start with uh, let's start with Pamela. So you've pulled up. It's it, you know it's mid afternoon at the carnival on a Saturday. It's kind of the height. the the height of the activity so what is Pamela doing as as she shows up or maybe she's been at the carnival but we'll say right now what is she doing
3: so um, yeah Pamela arrived just a little while ago it took her you know quite some time to get all of her kids calmed down and out of the minivan and up to the gates where they're gonna buy their tickets and she purchases the tickets and walks through Um, through the entrance and she's currently trying to get all of her kids lined up by height to pose for the photographer that's always at the the front of these these county fairs because she uses this picture as their christmas card every year because who can afford a professional photographer
0: yeah well especially with six kids that that that's that's a lot of mouths to feed, and trying to wrangle them, that sounds pretty mundane, unless you have a kick ass way of ra- wrangling up those kids that you're attempting.
3: <laughs> nope, it's pretty mundane. Okay. All, right.
0: All right, so go ahead and roll that D10. You want to roll under your current bubblegum. Okay. Two. All right, you have. So, how does that look as you, well, you, you mundanely arrange them, you know, from tallest to shortest. What's the age range on the kids?
3: Oh, um, they are 16 14 10 8 and uh, four and two
0: all right so yeah you get them all lined up and just this the, you get the one perfect moment where they're all looking there's no fingers and noses no one's blinking and you get a good good picture that that's going to look great on your Christmas card this year fantastic so as that's happening we're gonna go over to uh, to Sorry to Jane, who 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 is set up near there. You you know you probably see out of the just you're not literally looking at it, but you do see this happening. You're you're up there near the interest. You scored a prime spot at the carnival uh, for your little area where you have all of your chickens. So what is Jane up to presently?
2: Well, I need to make sure that all of my chickens are ready to be judged, so I'm going around making sure that everybody is clean and everybody's feathers are good in good order. We don't have any molting. We aren't covered in straw or poop or anything else.
0: All right, so cleaning chickens sounds pretty mundane, unless you've got a kick-ass way of doing it.
2: <laughs> no, chickens don't respond terribly well to being manhandled, so oh. this is pretty mundane.
0: All right, so go ahead and give us a roll. Roll under your current bubblegum.
2: All right, what? Uh, what if I meet? <laughs> if I rolled an eight.
0: So you rolled over. So you fail. So one, go ahead and uh, lose a piece of bubble gum.
2: Oh no! Chickens are so uncooperative.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you went. You went to clean those chickens, uh, and it went wrong. How did that go totally wrong? What do you think?
2: So, well, I opened up the pen. Uh, opened up the pen on. My uh, one of my darling sultans, and uh, they have the, one of the nice big poofy crests on the front of their head of all the feathers. Uh, and when I went to kind of straighten that out, it spooked and came flying out, knocked over its feed, and now it's all covered in wet, sticky feed and straw. And I don't even know what's on the ground at this fairground, but now this beautiful white chicken is covered in all of these gross things and is in no way ready to be presented
0: yeah that chicken has probably rode straight through like a funnel cake uh (laughs) one of those chocolate funnel cakes so that thing has got that just sticky chocolate all in its feathers it's it is definitely not in any presenting fashion
2: oh no this will not do no
0: all right so daniel uh let's say you are just now walking up to the gate uh and as you step up you hear this commotion of chickens and uh and kids just becoming unruly as, as they've taken their picture and they're ready to go ride rides what is what, what's daniel look like walking up to the to this carnival well
1: daniel has a really big smile on his face and his mom just dropped him off in the family station wagon and he comes walking up and he's got nice polished shoes Um, like the type that you would wear to a dance, like a formal dance. And he's got some freshly ironed, very, very heavily starched pants, uh, tucked in shirt, uh, button up collar, definitely, definitely out of place. But he thinks he's looking real good and uh, he's really hoping to, you know, impress some of his classmates, maybe, maybe, uh, you know, maybe, maybe win some, some friends or, you know, something like that.
0: All right, so yeah, you walk up to the ticket booth, and there's a there's an older lady in there, and she she's got you know kind of blue white hair, and, and she looks at you, and she says, uh, "How many tickets would you like?"
1: Oh, oh, hi, uh, hi, ma'am. Uh, just 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 the one, just just the
0: one, one ticket, one ticket for me, please. All right, you, you're just gonna ride one ride, or I oh, mean, the tickets, I, I, the tickets are the, for the for the rides, not just to get to get into the. Oh,
1: okay. Um, well. Uh, I, I don't. I've never really been on a ride before. Um, well, uh, did, what would you? What would you? What do you like to ride? Uh, he, he leans in a little bit. What does her name tag say? Uh,
0: it says. It says Judy.
1: J- Judy. What do you like to ride, Judy? It's a nice name.
0: Well, I, I'm 87 years old. I don't like to ride anything. Uh, and when I was young and able to ride, none of these these rides existed. we pretty much just. Did horse-drawn carriages?
1: Oh, that sounds like I have to say, Judy. You—you you don't look at like a day over, you know, seventy. You're just—you look. I, I mean, you know what? I'll just—I'll take—I'll uh, take five five tickets, Judy. Thanks.
0: She takes a big drag off off of a off of a cigarette, and blows the smoke out. She says, "That'll be five dollars."
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Pay, her, pay her the five dollars. Yeah, paying the lady five dollars sounds very mundane. All right, I'm going under. Four. All right, yeah, you you slider that five dollar bill real easy. She slides you the tickets back and nods at you and sends you on your way. Thanks, Judy. Uh, yep. Yeah, well, uh, enjoy yourself. All right, and we'll jump back over to to Pamela. Uh, so you've got your picture. You've got a great Christmas card in your future. What what's the family up to now?
3: Uh well Pamela actually takes has the uh, photographer take two pictures um one everyone is re- wearing um campaign buttons for her husband and then she quickly and quietly takes them all off of the kids shirts to take another picture just in case he loses and they don't want the memory of that um and then she hands all the kids a few bucks and has the older ones go on their way while she takes the two youngest to um go play some of the kiddie rides
0: all right, so um, there, there's a few kitty rides. Which ones do you think she she they're going to go to first? Oh,
3: probably the live pony ride.
0: All right, so yeah, you walk up to that. It's got a, it's got a little bit of a line there. Um, probably about you're going to go a couple turns before you get in. You're gonna, okay. You're going to wait patiently in line. You're going to try to maybe shimmy your way up there. Hmm. Well, you know.
3: My younger kids can be kind of bratty, so I'm probably gonna try to shimmy my way up to the front of the
0: line. All right. Uh, how are you going to do that?
3: Uh, I'm gonna go up and talk to the person who is running the ride and ask them if I can, if I can, um, I guess cut.
0: All right. That's <laughs>
3: because
0: uh... my sorry. Go ahead. No. Go. Go for it.
3: I was gonna say my kids are very, very unruly, and they've been they've been waiting a long time to ride this ride, and I just I'm just hoping that we can we don't have to wait in this line that we can my kids can just get on, um pretty quickly.
0: All right, well, asking to cut in line is pretty mundane, so let's go ahead and roll <laughs> and see how that goes over. Let's do it. Six. All right, so yeah, you have, you have a nice chat with the young man. Uh, he says, "Well, uh, I'm, um, I'm I'm really not supposed to let you cut in line. Uh, uh, you, you know, you're supposed to really wait your turn like everyone else."
3: Oh, sweetie, um, do you do you know who my husband is? And she points to the button on her shirt. He's going to be our next city council. So, uh, you probably should let my kids get on the ride because we're pretty important.
0: Uh, uh, what does is, what is a, a, a city council person do?
3: Oh, just everything. Pam, Pamela doesn't actually really know, so she always <laughs> sidesteps this
0: question.
3: <laughs> she has no idea what a city councilman does.
0: <laughs> he says, well, uh, uh, that does sound pretty important. So, uh, uh, yeah, I think I think we could just let you slide on in here. And he opens the gate, takes, takes, takes a couple tickets and lets your kids go in. All right. So as that's happening, we're going to we're going to shoot on over back to to Jane. Uh, Jane, what's your chicken situation?
2: Oh, okay. Well, clearly my sultan is not going to be shown today because she's a complete mess. But uh, I do have a few other chickens that I know will be ready to go. I'm waiting for the judges and getting them out and ready. Uh, into the staging area where they're all going to be judged
0: okay so yeah one so. of the judges actually walks up to you beforehand and is kind of looking at the chickens it's, it's kind of a pre-judging just you know getting a layer of the field and uh looks over and says uh well where's your where's your prize where's your prize chicken that you had last year
2: Oh, uh, last year, the one that took home the blue ribbon, that's, that's um, yeah, that's a really sad story, actually. Uh, Unfortunately, that chicken is no longer with us. You see, the neighbors had this really awful dog that would just get out of its yard all the time and would come harassing my girls in their coop, and one time it actually managed to get over the fence and went on this terrible rampage, and... My darling prize crevacore chicken has unfortunately passed away from that incident. She died of a little chicken heart attack
0: oh my that is <laughs> that is terrible uh and, and and as you're having this conversation you hear you hear a very familiar sound a very familiar barking that that um, you know all too well. Oh, no. Uh, and you look up, and you see across the way. You see that that dog that that is responsible for the death of your prize-winning chicken last year is actually at this carnival uh, with the, with its owners.
2: I cannot believe that they brought that wild animal here. And? I I have petitioned the animal control officer to have that animal put away and put down, and nothing. It's here in public. Around livestock, this is this cannot stand.
0: Yeah, the judge you're talking to turns around and says, "That that dog, that 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 animal over there, that that what is that? Is that a beagle hound?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of dog it is. It's just a monster.
0: Well, and well,
2: yes, I, it's some kind of beagle thing, I, I guess. Yeah,
0: I could tell you that's a beagle hound. I do the also do the the dog judging competition that we have here. <laughs> That is definitely a beagle hound.
2: I will defer to your expertise. I don't know anything about dogs other than that one is a menace.
0: And as you say that, that dog turns and looks and it sees your chickens and you see its little ears uh, perk up and it howls one of those really big, well, big beagle howls and starts running for your chickens. Oh, no. So how are you going to deal with this situation?
2: uh, I'm going to... I'm going to kick that dog's ass.
0: <laughs> so when kicking ass, you don't, I mean, it's up to you. You can absolutely kick the dog's ass in a literal sense, or you can find a kick ass way to deal with the dog. So, so however you <laughs> I'm not to deal with
2: it. Uh, I'm not going to actually physically kick the yeah. dog's ass. No, I'm, I'm going to grab a, uh, I'm actually going to grab the little, uh, sign that tells you that this is the chicken judging area i'm gonna grab that foam core sign right off of its easel and go running after the dog swinging it and screaming to just try to scare it away from here
0: (laughs) well that sounds like definitely like a kick-ass way to deal with that situation (laughs) so let's roll and roll over your current bubble gum (laughs) okay
3: all
2: right i rolled a nine
0: all right so that's a success was so so what how does that end up how does your plan work out?
2: So I go chasing out of this, uh, out of this like little covered awning area where they do the chicken judging, screaming and chasing this dog while waving this sign around. Uh, the dog just looks at me a little bit scared and actually starts to back away and run off. The owner's not really that pleased either and just goes chasing after their runaway beagle. And now everybody's also looking at me because I'm a crazy lady screaming in the middle of the fairground and swinging a sign at this otherwise (laughs) innocent-looking eagle.
0: (laughs) Yep, absolutely. Everybody is looking at you with the exception of a young man who has shown up dressed to impress. Uh, One young Daniel Macchio is just taking in the carnival, just looking around, seeing all the sights, all the lights, all the games, all the people, smelling the food, uh, just taking it all in. So so what's going through your mind Daniel? Uh as you're kind of oblivious to everything that that's happening around you the the political shenanigans uh of a wife in power of a wife to be in power uh swinging her political weight around to get her kids on the ride earlier uh and a fiasco at the chicken judging coup.
1: Well, I think I think that's one of those moments where the the camera kind of slowly zooms in on him. Uh, from from like you know a good distance, because as all the chaos is going on behind him in slow motion, he sees, let's call her Susie. And Susie's across the fair, and he sees her with her girlfriends, and she's in one of his classes, and she was nice to him once, and so uh, music kind of cues up at that moment because uh, because he sees he sees a, a girl that he'd like to go impress.
0: Yeah, and as he sees her, you know, everything's kind of in slow motion, so she turns her head and her hair's blowing in the wind, and she sees you, and you lock eyes for a moment, and she starts to smile a little bit, but then you notice that smile is turning into kind of a look of shock, and you see her eyes kind of dart to the side, and as you turn and look to the side where she's looking, you see this beagle hound running (laughs) towards you, uh, and its owner... Following behind it, just trying to grab onto onto its leash and reel it back in, and this beagle hound has just been frightened by something, uh, and is just hightailing it out of there. And it is directly it and its owner on a course to collide with you if you stay where you're at. Where you're at. <laughs>
1: um. Oh gosh. Okay. So he. <laughs> He has a split second and it's this decision that he has to make of do I impress or do I save myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to try. Okay. He's going to try to impress her. All right. What is that? He's going to like? he's going to do something kick ass. All right. He's going to try to leap
0: over the dog. And does the dog have a leash? Oh yeah, that leash is trailing behind The, the, the owner uh, is, is this middle-aged man He's just trying to grab onto that leash And it just keeps just keeps sliding through his fingers
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna jump And, and so Daniel uh, His stepdad uh, Watches a whole lot of Van Damme movies but It's like the only thing That's ever on the TV at home And so it's just all Van Damme all the time And he He's gonna channel a little Van Damme And try to jump over the dog
0: Grab the 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 leash and save the day. All right, let's roll and see how that goes. Roll over that bubble gum. I did not roll over the bubble gum. All right, so <laughs> so lose a piece of bubble gum. Gum, gum gone. <laughs> gone. Oh, you're sacrificing to, to succeed. Oh no no no. Oh okay no. okay. So yeah, so you go to flip over, uh, and you actually get the flip. You do. You jump up gravity leaves your body uh, has no sway over you and you do a nice backflip but you go a little too high and when you come down to land you actually land on the shoulders of the owner so for just the briefest of moments uh, you're kind of in a chicken fight stance but that doesn't last because the weight of you, gravity comes back into your body and it starts affecting you and you smash this owner down into the ground like a Goomba
1: (laughs) Oh man, no, I'm I'm so 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 sorry, sir. Um, are you okay?
0: Yeah, and, and as you're laying on your apologies, uh, this person kind of gets up, dusts themselves off, uh, slings a few curses at you, uh, and at oh, that, my. yeah, at that moment, we'll jump right back over to Pamela uh, as, as the ride's ending. Uh, you probably hear this commotion behind you.
3: Yes, I uh, take my eyes off the kids for just one second, and turn around to see what's what's going on.
0: Yeah, you turn around right at the right moment where you see this this young man just come down on the shoulders of this older gentleman, an, an older gentleman that you probably remember. You've probably you know been on campaign with your husband and, and talked to this this gentleman before. And this young man, you just see him smash down on this guy and shove him into the dirt, and then awkwardly crawl up off of him.
3: Uh, if if I'm assuming they're close close enough so I'll, I'll go over there since the, uh, the kids are on this you know on this pony ride that's caged in the ponies are just walking around like they're on Benadryl anyway so they're not going anywhere so I'm gonna, just going to run over there and, and uh, help the guy up and kind of dust his jacket off
0: yeah he gets up uh, you're dusting his jacket off he's like oh uh, thank you uh, thank you Mrs. Jean
3: what happened here who is this young man
0: Well, I don't know who he is. He just ended up, uh, he just, you know, I I was chasing my dog. I don't, I actually don't know where little lady is. And and next thing I know, this young man was just pushing, like pushing down on me and shoving me into the dirt. I'm so,
1: so so sorry, mister. I, I, it, it was an I was an accident. I, I saw the dog was coming and I, you know, Van Damme.
0: I don't, I don't know what that means. Are you cursing me?
1: No, no, I'm, I'm so
3: sorry, sir. Um, I was, oh. Oh, it's okay, young man. Just, just watch where you're going next time. And uh, Pamela takes a pin out from her pocket and pins it on uh, Daniel's shirt.
0: Oh, <laughs> that sounds mundane. <laughs> 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 Let's see how that goes. Okay.
3: I'm oh,
0: sorry. Six. All right. So yeah, you do. You get it on there. Where where do you put it? You put it up like right on right on his chest there on his on his jacket or his shirt.
3: Yeah, right on his shirt, like above his. a pocket, like right you know, right above like where the pocket would be. Nice. I managed to pin it there without stabbing him. I've been practicing quite a bit.
1: No, that was quite a quite a pinning, ma'am. That I mean that that was it was right there, right through there. Didn't you you know? I don't even think that's going to leave a mark on my shirt. Oh, thank you. Thank what you. what does this say on it?
3: What, who's this? Oh, this is my husband, Roy. He's running for city council. I don't, I don't think you're old enough to vote, but tell your parents. Oh, I'll definitely, mo- I'll
1: definitely do that, D- uh, s- s- sir. Do you want you want me to help you get your your lady, your lady dog, dog lady, lady dog back? Your your lady.
0: Well, yeah, I, I, you know what? I think actually that'd be great if you could go get my dog. Uh, she ran over there. That's my prized beagle dog. Uh,
1: lady. Her name. Her name is Lady.
0: Yes. Yeah. Her name's Lady. Yes.
1: All right, I'm, I'm gonna go get I'm gonna go get her back, and, and I'm I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna vote for Jean, vote vote Jean, 2018, ma'am.
3: Thank you, young man.
0: And then uh, he dusts himself off and runs off. All right, so yeah, uh, we'll 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 shift over to back to Jane, uh, who who has successfully protected her chicken her chickens from this this awful evil dog and its awful evil owner.
2: Terrible beast.
0: Yeah, just. Awful, awful mud, Awful mud of a dog. <laughs> so you got, got all your chickens protected. Uh, the judge has walked off. Um, you're not really sure how to feel about the judge. It, maybe he thought that was impressive. Maybe not. Uh, but now you have – you have, you, have uh, you know the chicken contest is coming up in about an hour. So you have about – you have an hour of time to kill. You probably got your chickens all, all ready as much as you're going to get them ready.
2: They're about as ready as they're going to be, but it occurs to me that they will perform a lot better and be a lot more content during the actual judging if I make sure that they are well fed with some of their favorite treats before that happens.
0: All right. Where are, you, where are those treats? Do you have them stored out of, uh, at the vehicle or is it something you can buy here at the at the carnival?
2: You know, some of their favorite treats are fresh produce and I didn't bring any with me. So I'm going to have to go look for some and see who is selling some here at the fr- at the fair. They love fresh greens and zucchini and apples. We'll have to see if anybody has anything like that around here.
0: All right, yeah. You so you're at the fair. You're at the fair every year. You know that they have a, a- Kind of a farmer's market set up, basically on the other side over by the Ferris wheel. So you make your way over there. Um, You pass by the midway where all the games are. You know the carnival barkers are are trying to—they're trying to get you to play the games. They recognize you. uh, They—they—they do this every year. They try to get you to play some of the games. You got the ring toss. You got where you know the, the milk jars that you knock down uh and, and one of them runs up and he's just real and says he's like you know uh i'll give you your first try free uh he's he's got the the milk jars that you knock down with the baseball and he's like you could win look look i got special this this year look at that look at that big stuffed chicken look at it oh,
3: oh
0: okay. i will give you I'm your really, fir- your first ball free
2: i'm i'm really in kind of a hurry but that's oh my gosh that's so cute that's so adorable. Okay, okay, okay. But just I'm just gonna do one because I'm in a hurry. I, right. The judging is gonna be in less than an hour. Okay, I'll, I'll just do one.
0: All right, all right, yeah. And he he put he puts he puts a ball in your hand. He says this this one's free. Uh, and yeah, you go ahead, fire away.
2: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna throw the ball at the milk jugs.
0: All right, just just a good old baseball toss.
2: Yeah, just a good old baseball toss. All right,
0: I'd say that's probably pretty mundane. All right,
2: let's see. Oh, I got a three! Hooray!
0: All right, so you throw that ball, uh, and it hits, and actually you knock all over all but one. Uh, so there was five. There were five little milk milk jug things, and you knocked over all but one. And he looks at you. and goes, "You know, I'll leave just that one. Uh, and for a dollar, you can try to knock that one down. And I, and I won't give you the big chicken, but I've also got these little stuffed chickens.
2: Do they do they chirp?
0: Yeah, they chirp. Yeah, he squeezes one of it, gives a little chirp, chirp.
2: Okay, all right, here, here, here. I give him a dollar.
0: All right, he takes it and he says, "All right, now you gotta, you gotta aim real good on this one."
2: Okay, okay, I'm gonna try really hard. I better not, I better not have wasted this dollar.
0: Well, you all know, right. I think it's probably just worth the fun.
2: Yeah, says you. Some of us are here working, you know.
0: Well, I'm here working, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I'm a little offended I, by that. I, I mean, I, I run a legitimate <laughs> business here.
2: I guess I hadn't really thought about it that way. Okay. Anyway. All right. So we're going to go ahead and try to try to hit the last remaining milk jug. And I got a four.
0: All right. So, yeah, you, you line up, uh, you throw, and that ball goes straight in, and it hits that milk jug and just bounces straight off it. And that what? milk jug goes nowhere.
2: What? That? That's. No. That's uh, not right.
0: I'm, I'm guessing you didn't have enough force.
2: Well, then how come the ball went bouncing off in the opposite direction?
0: Uh, I'm not a scientist. I don't, you know, I don't understand physics and, and force and stuff like that. But, I mean, it's clear you didn't hit it hard enough.
2: That's ridiculous. That's completely ridiculous. Do you have a manager or something I can speak to? What is this?
0: A. Uh, uh, um a manager It's a <laughs> card isn't
2: there a supervisor for the midway games something this is ridiculous i want my dollar back right now
0: well my name is visor because of this hat i wear and i think i'm super i think i'm super so i'm guess i'm oh your super, I, supervisor
2: i can't i can't with this right now you know what i have important places to be you just you just keep that dollar i'm gonna remember this i'm, I'm gonna remember this moment I'm supervisor gonna, sir
0: I'm gonna keep this dollar because that sign says non-refundable. So it's yeah. That time.
2: Okay. You know what? You know what? I can read the sign. I I doubt that you actually can, but I can. I'm I'm out of here. Goodbye.
0: Whoa! What's with the personal attack? I'm just telling you, I'm not being a dick here. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm telling you that I may not be a physicist
2: either, but if the ball went bouncing off of the milk jug, the milk jug should have fallen over unless you are rigging these games. And good day, sir. I have a chicken judging to be too. I have produce to get a good day.
0: Did 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 you say rigging these games?
2: I'm walking away now. Goodbye. I'm not I'm not talking about this. Nobody should play this game. Nobody should play this milk jug game. Do you hear that, everybody? Don't play this milk jug game. <laughs>
0: And he says, "Hey, lady."
2: <laughs> I'm just gonna keep walking away at the moment, anyway. All right.
0: <laughs> so you have this moment as you're walking, uh, and and you you've seen in the past, you've heard people accuse the 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 carnies of of rigging games, and you know that's a, that's a situation that usually ends pretty badly. Uh, at best, with a good cursing. At worst, with uh, you know, uh, physical violence, um, and it's at this moment that that you kind of remember seeing this Carney one time be accused of rigging a game, uh, and he threw a baseball at, at the person who accused him.
2: Oh boy, that's not
0: good. Yeah, and you and you get this this weird intuition that that something something <laughs> bad's about to happen. Oh no. So how you wanna, um, how you want to deal with that?
2: Um, all right. Uh, is there Yeah, you know, there's usually there's usually like some kind of if not actual security, just some teenager they put in a shirt that says security on it. So I'm going to look for the the teenager in the shirt that says security on it.
0: Well, I will tell you there is 100% a kid there with a stupid <laughs> shirt on. <laughs> now, the legitimacy of that shirt is a question, but but you definitely spot one.
2: All right, I'm gonna go up to the totally a security guard, and um, um excuse me, excuse me. Hi, yeah, excuse me. I uh, I have a security concern here.
0: Oh uh, yeah, uh, I guess I'm security.
2: Yeah. Uh yeah, I should hope so. There's the, that 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 carny over there. That man who's doing the the milk jug baseball toss oh visor thing visor Are, are you are you serious
0: yeah that's his name visor he's he's you know we like to say he's pretty super
2: oh my god all right yes visor um yeah i he was being very threatening to me i'm sorry i i had a very bad experience over at his game and then he started threatening me i just want you to keep an eye out for him please i've seen him get violent at these things in the past
0: well, I mean, you really shouldn't have to worry about it unless you, like, told him he was trying to rip you off or something. But, uh, I mean, you wouldn't do that because we all know Visor has a terrible anger problem. And he gets real solemn.
2: Right. Um, yep, we do all know about that. So just keep an eye on him,
0: okay? Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go have a talk with my buddy Visor.
2: Okay. Sounds great. Thanks.
0: All right, and we will we will jump over to Daniel, who who is uh, in pursuit, or well, on the hunt of a beagle hound.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> his head his head is popping up, like behind from behind haystacks that are being used like as as, as benches in front of the big county. Uh, what is it? The big stage where they do performances, and he's he'll pop up behind a trash can. Peer, out, peer around the corner of one of the game booths and he's just looking for this dog but he's also trying not to be seen by anyone who might have seen him look like a fool earlier
0: yeah uh, you know he's doing a pretty good job of that right? so far um, because he's sticking around to the edges of the carnival because that's, that's the direction little lady ran off in yeah so I
1: think I think um, do, am I anywhere near uh, this this stuff? Would I have seen anything about the uh, visor and his temper?
0: Uh, you're probably on the back side of the of the the midway games there, so you could probably definitely hear it. But you're on the back side of the setup, so really, okay. you got all the tents kind of between you and it.
1: Okay, okay. All right. Well, I, I think I'm just going to try to think like a beagle hound dog. <laughs> And Daniel's from—he's from like the the suburbs, just outside of a, a fairly large city, and he—he's just doing what he—he's at the moment he's he's in sort of that that Van Damme headspace of tracking his 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 victim.
0: Yeah. So beagles are relatively small dogs, uh, so it might be hard to see between you know between everybody's legs and everything as it's walking around. Uh, Daniel thinks maybe maybe that it might need to get a better vantage point maybe get up a little bit higher oh, so you okay, kind of yeah. so you kind of look down on everything and it'd be easier to, to be looking down over people and see if there's a beagle kind of going between their legs
1: well i think if i'm going to need a bigger vantage point i'm probably going to need to go on a ride that's tall and spins in a circle that's what i'm gonna go for
0: well you know oh. what there is definitely a ferris wheel around there could, could it have been the ferris wheel that
1: what did i say her name was Susie. Susie and her friends may have been in line for oh yeah absolutely oh, oh okay i'm torn but i'm gonna do it but i'm gonna try to be very inconspicuous when i get in line for the ferris wheel
0: All right, so yeah, you get you get in line to the Ferris wheel, and actually, Susie, uh, as you see, is getting onto the Ferris wheel, uh, and it's it's rotating around. Uh, The next people in front of you get on, uh, and then you get up. uh, You know, you finally get up to the front of the line, uh, and the 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 person there tells you that it's one ticket.
1: Oh, okay. I I have I have a here. Here's a ticket.
0: And they take the, the ticket for the ride. They take the ticket. Uh, they pull the lever to, to bring the Ferris wheel around, and it comes around a little bit, uh, and it stops at the bottom, and you know the people that are on there hop off, and you can hop right on there.
1: Oh, oh my! Okay, so it's just gonna go. It, it's just gonna. It's just gonna go up.
0: Uh, yeah, it just goes up and around, kid.
1: And is it, is it pretty fast? I mean, I'm, is it? It's safe, right? Like you go through your like, like this thing is certified. Like there's some sort of I don't know, process to I mean someone's someone's actually going through and
0: ch- checking this for safety, right? Uh yep, that makes you feel better, absolutely.
1: Well, that doesn't make me feel better at all, sir. I mean
0: He says, No, uh, look, look, and he takes out a he takes out a sharpie and he writes A plus on the side of it. He says, see? A plus rating. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, I just I just saw you put that on there with that marker that's in your hand, sir. And I'm, you know, I don't mean any disrespect, but I, I don't I don't know that you look like uh, like a city official, you know, qualified of of checking. I mean, that's just a sharpie marker, sir.
0: How do you know I'm not a Ferris Well inspector?
1: You you have a fair point. You you have a fair point there, but I mean, that's that wasn't there before. I mean, why did you just put it on there now?
0: Uh, how do you know that I didn't just write over it again, that it got washed off whenever we brought it to town? And I was just rewriting it on there.
1: You know, I, I haven't been in this town for a very long time. And, I, I you know, I, I'm definitely I apologize if I offended you. And, and this is my first carnival. And so, you know, sir, I, I'm really sorry. And I trust you. And and you know what? I'm I, Here's my ticket. And I'd like to get on this A plus ride.
0: Yep, let me help you there. And he puts his hand on your head and gives you a good shove backwards. Hello. And yeah, you fall right on right into the seat. Uh he, he slams down the bar and he says, Have a good ride, and gives a wink at you and walks over, pulls the lever and, and the Ferris wheel starts going. Oh my gosh. Okay, so he's never been on
1: any ride before. And this doesn't seem like like a nice fluid ride. This seems more like one of those clunky <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Making
0: it, all kinds of rusty metal sounds. <laughs> yep, yeah, it's definitely a loud ride. It it kinda ratchets on its way up
1: Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. I don't want to be on this. I do not want to be on this. Mm-mm.
0: Are you are you say, and he's kinda yells up, he's like, Are you saying you want off?
1: I right, sir, I A plus or not, I can't I I gotta get off. I gotta get off this ride, sir.
0: And he pulls the lever and stops and he goes, Oh yep. Yeah, uh looks like well and he kind of wiggles. He's like, oh, yeah, I can't get it going again. Uh, wiggles it some more. And he's like, it'll be just a minute. And he turns around and starts laughing with the people in line.
1: Oh, man, this doesn't seem like, like the type of A-plus, you know, mechanism. that I mean, come, an A-plus ride would be able to back up, sir. Oh, gosh.
0: And he turns around and looks at you, and he pulls the lever, and you go around a little bit more up to the top Then he stops you. And then he looks up at you, and you see his mouth moving, but you can't really hear anything out of his mouth.
1: No, no, get me off. Gotta get off this thing.
0: And uh, Daniel's gonna start to try to climb out. All right. It's either that or panic (laughs) panic attack. Well, I would say climbing down, down, out of, out of and down uh, Ferris wheel is pretty, probably pretty kick ass. Yeah, I'm.
1: I'm definitely doing that. I have to roll over over a seven nope <laughs> oh
0: no all right, so that's gonna cost you a piece of bubble gum. Um, so yeah, what goes wrong as you you know you probably get yourself because I, I don't know Daniel's kind of a small small guy isn't he? I,
1: would, I wouldn't say small I'm a, I'm a I'm a good height for my age.
0: Yeah, but I think it probably just doesn't fill out that 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 Ferris will see. So you can probably slip right out of uh, out of the restraint pretty easily. So that <laughs> yeah. that was the easy part. Okay. So how how does the the actual climbing onto the girder there? How does that go wrong? Well, I'll say that he slips
1: on some greasy parts of the pole and goes so if he's at the very top and was facing forward and he falls backwards then the people in the little seat behind him would have been the ones that got on right before him so he's one seat closer to Susie but he's upside down mangled and in between those two people
0: yeah yeah he is his legs got caught in the in the restraint mechanism and he is hanging upside down yeah, kind and of. his pants
1: his pants are all greasy, oily, and a little bit rip, ripped. and his uh, nice
0: button up shirt is half untucked. Yeah. So as people start to scream, we will we will shift on over to Pamela Jean. Who, uh, where did we live off Pamela? You you had been talking to to the gentleman who lost who lost his little dog, Lady. Uh, you know, you sent the little Daniel, the little kid that that squashed that poor man into the ground on his way. Uh, where where did you pick up after that?
3: Uh, I think Pamela would have made sure that the gentleman whose jacket she brushed off had a had a pin that said, you know, vote for Roy right on the right on the outside of it so everyone can see. And then she would have gone back over to uh, help her kids get off – her two youngest kids get off the uh, pony ride.
0: Yeah, so you, you – you know, as you're dusting them off, you dust them off and then there's just a pin left behind there uh, because you're quite good at, at sticking those pins on there as we evidenced earlier uh, with Daniel. You just – just kind of sleight a hand, it's on that it's on that gentleman now as he's walking around and he is he is definitely uh doing some silent campaigning for Roy for City Council. So you head back over to to the ride where uh the pony ride where you left your kids and it's just now winding down. The the workers are lifting the kids off and, and shuffling them over to their parents and your kids come over. Um what have we got here? We got a boy and a girl, a boy, two boys, two girls, what do we got?
3: Two girls, uh, the youngest, so uh, Betty and Leslie.
0: And they're four and two? Yes. So they get off, and they begin begging for some cotton candy. They're like, Mommy, please, cotton candy. We want cotton candy. Pamela...
3: Um Pats the four-year-old on on top of her head, and, and she's smiling at people as they as they walk by, and and making sure you know that if she sees anyone, she knows that they're wearing a vote for Roy pin, and uh, then says, "Yes, get yeah, kids, okay, let's let's go, let's go get some cotton candy," and they head off towards the uh, cotton candy.
0: Yes. Stand. So as you're walking over to the cotton candy stand, you see this big array of pinks and blues and purple cotton candies. But before you you get there, you notice this group of of like. 18, 19 year old old teenage kids uh, standing over there and none of them have pins on they're about 25 feet away none of them have have any campaign pins on and and you know that you know if you want to if you want to win elections you need to secure that young vote
3: yeah I think Pamela you know, stops right in the middle of the of the walkway there and um, stops both of her kids and she's just she's a little bit shocked that that these She's like scanning them, their jackets and their shirts or their pants, you know, because kids these days will wear pins anywhere and hats and she can't see a single pin. So she's definitely going to walk over to this group and, and hand out some pins.
0: So yeah, yeah, you're walking over there, and really the the crowd's kind of tough to get through. You know that a lot of people are coming and going. There's some sort of of commotion going on down at the at, down at the Ferris wheel, just a little ways away. There, it sounds like there's been an argument at the midway. So there's a big throng of people between you and the and these teenagers, and uh, and it looks like they're gearing up to go do something else. You know they've been sitting down and eating ice cream on on a on a picnic bench there, and they've all finished their ice cream, and they're getting ready to stand up and walk off.
3: Oh, um, yeah. Pamela, she's, she's, you know, raised six kids. So she's a pro at not only getting through crowds, but getting through crowds with kids. So she just has each of her girls hold on to the bottom of, um, you know, of her flannel top. And then she starts kind of elbowing, but in a very polite way. Um, People, yeah, like elbowing people out of the way as, as she makes her way towards the group of boys yeah, or group so of
0: teenagers. Okay. So she takes the most mundane "get the fuck out of my way"est attitude that you can yes, take. she does. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Should so, I
3: roll for this?
0: Oh yeah, let's roll okay. to get let's roll to get through this river of people.
3: Okay.
0: Three. All right. Yeah. So that. uh, Yeah. Under is for mundane. So yeah, you do you. Uh, how do you, how do you get through? You you start you know politely pushing by people, but it's a really thick crowd. So how how do you mundanely and, and with composure and keeping your your polite uh, demeanor get get all the way through?
3: Yeah, and, um, as she gets kind of towards the middle, about halfway there, you know more people start to come in from another another walkway area, another midway, and so she um, just kind of mentions. Kind of quietly, right? So she's not yelling at anyone, of course, but kind of mentions that, you know, she has her little girls with her and they need to go to the restroom. Excuse me, we need to get through here so we can use the restroom. And people just kind of move out of her way a little bit, and uh, she makes it over to the group of teenagers.
0: Yeah, so you get up there to them uh, just as they're hopping off the picnic table.
3: Oh, um, excuse me. Excuse me. Um, I can't help but notice that none of you are wearing Vote for Roy pins.
0: Uh, and one of the, it's it's two boys and two girls it's probably a double double date situation uh one of the boys turns around and he's like uh, yeah uh, uh we're we're not really into politics too much
3: oh how old are you young man
0: uh well i'm 19
3: well you should be very into politics you're of voting age and voting is very important
0: uh well uh, what is your what is your uh, your husband? Uh, and he, he leans in and looks at your pen. What does Roy stand for?
3: Uh, Pamela like straightens her 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 flannel and looks down at her little girls and pats them on the head. And she said, "Roy is a very upstanding man, and he is going to make lots of changes once he is elected into office." Um, and then as she does, whenever she's asked this question, uh, she just goes to to put a pin on to end the conversation. So she doesn't really know what her <laughs> husband will be doing as <laughs> city council.
0: So, yeah, she's reaching out to put a pin pin on this young man. Uh, and and the the other young man reaches up and is like, whoa, whoa, you can't just pin shit to my boyfriend. It kind of goes to shove your hand out of the way.
3: Oh, oh, excuse me. You don't need to manhandle me. I just think voting is very important. And if you're going to vote, you want to vote for the right candidate, correct? And that's my husband, Roy. Yeah. And she goes again to pin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. And, 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 this, and this young man's boyfriend goes to block your hand again. So, so how, uh, how are you going to get past this hand and get, the, get that, that that button pinned onto this, 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 this kid's uh, shirt? And the girls are just kind of watching and just, just eating it up. Uh, one of them is like, like got their phone out, they're live streaming this on Facebook. Uh, this, this lady trying to pin, try to pin this button to her to her friend's shirt.
3: Uh, I think she's gonna. Um, she's you know she's been in this situation before. Not not everyone wants to wants to be pinned right away. So she's used to dealing with lots of different people and getting pins on in lots of different ways. So she's gonna fake them out. She's going to um, go a third time acting like she's going to pin, and then she's actually going to pin it to the guy who's trying to stop her from pinning it to the first guy. <laughs> it's a fake-out pin.
0: <laughs> All right. We're going to say that uh, because you're using some sweet, like, like juke moves. We're going to go oh, yeah. kick ass yeah.
3: Oh, absolutely.
0: Okay. No. <laughs> a three. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you do. You You know what? Pamela has a perfect pinning record. She is like like 600 for 600 on pinning without without pricking anyone, without drawing blood. But in this moment of of juking and trying to be fancy and and pin on this kid who's really resisting, which his boyfriend wasn't really resisting at all. You know, he just was standing there. He was probably going to let you happen, but, but 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 this this kid's boyfriend got up and got in the way and it kind of threw her off. So she goes to pin, uh, and and as she's doing it, she kind of grips the pin harder and straightens out, out the, the needle part of it and just drives it straight into this kid's chest. Oh, no. So, good news. He is pinned. Uh, he is, for the moment, as you draw your hand away, campaigning for Roy. Uh, but he is – you know, his shirt is getting stained with blood, and he is screaming oh. as this this pin drives <laughs> itself into his into his uh, uh, pack.
3: Oh, young man, I'm so I'm so sorry. Shh, shh. She kind of looks around to see if anyone's looking because obviously we don't want any bad press. Um, so she wants to kind of move him off to the, you know, off to the side and, and try to uh, try to help clean him up. She's a mom, so she has a fanny pack. There's band aids, there's Neosporin, there's gauze. She can she can take care of this kid right away.
0: Yeah. So so yeah. He 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 is cussing you. His boyfriend's cussing you. The girls are laughing and, and sending this out just to everyone. Uh, by morning, you'll be trending whether you want to or not. <laughs> Uh, yeah as you're doing your mom duty and patching them up we're gonna we're gonna jump on back over to Jane who has finally made her way over to the farmers' market of the area oh so, right yeah what kind of what what is what kind of snack is just the best is your is your chicken or your chicken's favorite snack
2: oh well, their favorite is actually fresh corn. Um, I'm not sure if it's too early in the season to find any or not, so I'll look, but a good second bet is zucchini.
0: All right, well, because I know jack shit about farming, even though I'm (laughs) I'm surrounded by, by, by fields, cornfields at that, we're going to say whatever you want to be in season is in season.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, sure, we could say corn's in season, why not?
0: All right, so yeah, you actually come up on a stand that, that has, Uh, Just loads of corn, just all kinds of uh, different kinds of corn. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it anymore because I'm going to show my vast non-existent knowledge of the types of corn. Uh, But there's a bunch of it, lots of corn. Uh, You can buy it by the handful. You can buy it by the ear. You can buy it canned, whatever you want.
2: Uh, No, I'm just going to ask whoever's working at the farm stand. I would like to buy three ears, please.
0: Uh, all right that's uh that's going to be that's going to be uh three dollars that's a dollar an ear. year uh, okay sure so you go to fish out your money uh and you get it and you pay it and you look you know you just kind of look up just nonchalantly just and, and to talk to to the person that's selling you the corn and back behind their shoulder you see visor standing back there oh no <laughs> baseball in hand tossing it up in the air catching <laughs> it tossing it up in the air catching it <laughs> And then he takes. He he reaches up. He's actually wearing wearing a sun visor. Spins it around backwards on his head. <laughs> spits on the ground. Goes into a pitcher's a pitcher stance and hurls this ball right at your face. <laughs> so you have a baseball incoming.
2: Okay. Well, uh, I'm gonna try to duck behind the farmer i'm buying this corn from i want to use him as a human shield
0: well using a, using another person as a human shield is pretty kick-ass <laughs> okay
2: <laughs> all right uh no no i fail
0: <laughs> all right so yeah you grab you grab this this farmer uh and you pull them over but what you don't know about visor is visor spent a good a good portion of their life in the minor leagues of the, of the major, <laughs> of, of the MLB uh, oh, as a pitcher. So this, this pitch comes in and, and he was known for having a mean curve. So you go, you pull this person <laughs> in front of you, but this ball curves around their head <laughs> and just hits you straight in the shoulder. Uh, just, just pegs you right in the shoulder.
2: Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, ah, oh. Did you see that? Did you see what just happened there? Did you uh, see that? Did you see that man? Did you see that man just threw a baseball at me? Did you see that?
0: Well, uh, no, because I was looking at you and then you grabbed me. And now, now that I see the ball hit you, I reckon you were using me as a shield.
2: <laughs> I was merely trying to hide. It was a self-preservation instinct. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, here's your money for the corn, by the way. Um, sorry about that. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Have a great day.
0: Uh, okay, uh, have a great day. So yeah, you, you, he, he just stands there dumbfounded, uh, happy that he wasn't hit with a baseball, you know, he's going to tell all of his (laughs) friends about this, this strange woman that, that tried to use him as a human shield. So yeah, you turn around, are you heading back, uh, to the, to the chickens? Are you taking the corn there to the chickens? Uh,
2: yeah, I'm going to basically try to run back to the chicken canopy area now because i'm afraid that this guy is coming after me now that he's thrown a baseball at me once do i
0: still see him well you look back over your shoulder and no he's not where he was standing anymore but the ball but (laughs) the ball that the ball that hits you is not on the ground either
2: oh no he could be anywhere
0: (laughs) yeah it's funny that you say that because because as you turn back around and take a few steps uh you, you see this cotton candy store and you see this 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 commotion going next to it. Uh, uh, this mom trying to patch this kid up, and just beyond them, between two two uh, porta potties. Oh my God! There's Visor.
2: How did he get over there so fast?
0: And he's just tossing <laughs> that baseball up in the air. Some kind of it. evil
2: carny ninja. Oh my gosh! Uh, I'm gonna try to find an alternate route back to the chicken canopy.
0: All right, yeah, you look so you look over and you see uh there's actually you can go down between between the a uh, couple tents, uh, a couple midway game tents uh, and, and get pretty close to the to the chicken to the chicken area where your chairs right. are.
2: All right, that's where I'm going to try to go. I'm going to try to get off of the thoroughfare here and avoid this guy.
0: All right, yeah, to get there you're just going to have to navigate yourself uh up and over a couple picnic tables and between a couple barrels.
2: <laughs> okay. Alright, I'm I'm not gonna try anything too fancy in this instance. I'm just gonna scramble my way through. Yeah. And, sl-
0: slow and excuse steady. Me, <laughs> slow excuse and steady. me. Pardon wins me. Yep, slow and steady approach is pretty mundane. You're not you're not trying to parkour your way through there, so
2: Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I've I managed to fail to do that. Alright,
0: that's that uh, yeah. So yeah, you you go and I mean you're making it your way through there. Uh but as as you make your way around the last the last barrel, your foot gets caught on a rope, and you just you you just face plant straight into the mud.
1: Oh
2: no! Oh no! Why was that rope even there? What this this isn't up to any sort of standard. What is this? What? How do they even let people be around here? What is, is anyone taking care of any of this? Is anyone supervising this? Is anyone actually making sure these things are up to code and safe for the public? I'm ranting to literally no one in general. There's well, probably no one even listening to me.
0: You're ranting to one person. Uh someone by the name of Visor. who who oh, no. who, fas- who finds himself fairly super. And he says, "Yeah, uh, well, I put that rope there cuz I I knew you were going to come this way."
2: How do you, you how hear did
0: it, you hear it from behind you as you're getting yourself up off the ground there?
2: Oh. Uh, Oh, okay, okay. Look, I'm I'm really sorry about whatever I said. Uh, you hit me with your baseball, so I think we're even now, and I would just like to get back to my chickens. Uh, judging is going to be any minute now, all right? Uh, you You got to play your little game, and you can just go back to what you were doing now. Okay, yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, and I won't say anything rude about your milk can game. Or any of the other games on the midway for the rest of the weekend, okay?
0: Well I guess you could say I rigged that rope to trip you there.
2: Yeah yes. Good job. You got me. You yeah. you 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 win. That's good job. Good on you.
0: Okay. Uh, see the way I see it is there's 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 a there's five milk jugs you gotta knock over. And I've only knocked you over twice now, so I reckon uh, I reckon there's three more milk jugs <laughs> if if you know what I mean milk uh that I got to knock down.
2: Uh, what, are you, are you serious? Are you serious?
0: And he throws the ball way up in the air and goes, "We'll see." Then he steps off around the tent. <laughs> <laughs> and the ball just never comes down, weirdly enough.
2: <laughs> what 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 is even happening here?
0: <laughs> All right, that's part one of All Out of Bubblegum County Fair. I hope you enjoyed it. That game is just, I mean, it's, it's silly, and I love it. I love every minute of it. It was such a fun game to record with, with some of my favorite players on the show, Tim, Kristen, and Amanda. Taking us out this week, let's just give you one more reminder to, to check out the North Sea Epilogues Kickstarter. Going strong, hitting stretch goes, funded. It's going to be just an amazing book. So please head on over there, check it out, and give it a back if you can once again just want to throw out there the delta green game looking for just two more players for that just a few sessions once a month maybe and that's it if that interests you please reach out to me get in touch with me so we can we can get you in the game and it'll be a great great time Uh, i'm so excited to play this game but yeah with that i'm all done here gonna wrap it up get on out of here so remember to get out there have fun and roll to play that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Visit row 2 playpodcastcom for more information. R-O-L-L-2PlayPodcast.com Like us over on Facebook at row 2 playpodcast Follow us on Twitter at Roll2PlayPod. Have a question or comment? Email us at row 2 playpodcast at gmail.com If you want to play with the game with us, just hit us up on any of our social media and let us know. And lastly, our music is the intro track from the Spellbreaker EP by Try Tachyon. Visit soundcloud.com slash try